0: The Holy Gospel according to John, Jesus said, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. So that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to Jesus, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know and have seen the Father. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but it is the father who dwells in me, who does these works. Believe me that I am in the father and the father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. And in fact, will do greater works than these because I am going to the father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. The disciples were struggling to believe. This section of the Gospel, according to John, is called the Farewell Discourse. It's the beginning of a long dialogue that Jesus has before he leaves the disciples and faces the end. Jesus is trying to summarize everything that he has taught the disciples while also leaving them with some assurance about the future after he departs. As you hear this today here at New Life, it's also Confirmation Sunday for our church. Confirmation Sunday is about affirming our baptism and marking a particular moment of our students' growth in the faith. This passage from John has important reminders for us. Faith is a gift. Faith is not something that we can conjure up on our own power. Baptism is also a gift, something that we're brought to, something we receive, something we accept without doing anything in our own power. Now, there are differing views about baptism. One view of baptism says that we come to these waters after we've done something, after we've, said to, uh, after we've said to Jesus or made a promise or said we would change our lives or we've said a prayer to God that we would change our heart. But all of those scenarios make baptism dependent on our action our power, our ability to acknowledge God and to change ourselves. Lutherans believe that baptism is not dependent on us. It is totally dependent on God and the work of the Spirit in our lives before we even have the capacity to recognize what is happening to us we don't have to do anything to earn God's grace or forgiveness it simply is there for us at all times in all places for all people the Christian life is all about responding to that reality we Don't say prayers or make promises to be a better person so that God will forgive us. We become Christian by waking up to the reality that God is love and has already forgiven us in grace and mercy. And because of that, we can let go of all the things in life that prevent us from showing the same grace and mercy to our neighbors. That's why it's easy to identify with the disciples in today's reading. They were struggling to believe what Jesus was saying to them. They had questions. They believed in God, but they were stressed out about what Jesus was trying to explain to them. We do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Just show us God and we'll be satisfied. The disciples were stuck in their yearning to make sense of God. They wanted God to make sense through human understanding. They wanted to see God with human vision. But these are not the way of faith. These are not the gifts of the Spirit that ask for you to set aside human wisdom and physical appearances and instead put your trust in God. That is the meaning of baptism. Through water and the word, you are connected to Jesus in his death and resurrection in a way that doesn't logically make sense or that you can't physically see. You are marked with the cross of Christ in your baptism, but it doesn't show up on your forehead in a physical way. We are left to trust through faith that God is here, that Jesus has claimed us, and that we are forever included in the family of God's people, and that nothing we can do or say changes it. God's grace doesn't flinch and it's not dependent on anything that we do. We can't earn it. It's a free gift. All we can do is open our hands and receive it. Faith in God isn't a thing that you agree to. Faith in God is something that grabs hold of you and doesn't let go. Jesus isn't an idea that you agree to. Jesus is a way, a truth, and a life. And that is not meant to be exclusionary. It's not meant to be said in such a way that all other spiritual ways and spiritual truths and spiritual lives are invalid. It doesn't put Jesus against all the other ways of understanding the divine. What it says is that Jesus' love is big enough to include all the other ways. In my Father's house are many dwelling places, many rooms, enough space for everyone, no matter what they believe. By the way, when Jesus says, if in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. That's not a magic trick. It doesn't mean Jesus's name is some kind of talisman that grants us all our wishes. Lord, please let this slot machine be a jackpot. In Jesus' name. No, that's not. It's not how it works. In the Bible, names are representative of someone's character. So it's better understood as, if in my character you ask me for anything, I will do it. When we ask God for things, if they're consistent with the character of Jesus, they will happen. So the question is, are the things you pray for consistent with who Jesus is? All of this is important to hear on Confirmation Sunday when our young people are affirming their baptism and their belief in God. Like these disciples who were struggling to understand Jesus, it is okay if you, if you find your faith to be lacking. It is okay to not understand God. Faith does not require you to understand any of it. It does require trust, however. Jesus told the disciples, Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Belief and trust are the same thing. While it may be difficult to believe in your mind, you can trust in your heart. Trust that you are in God and that God is living in you. Amen.